Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. And this is Whitaker Weekly. This let's get right into this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, we've got quite a bit of news this week. Actually, a lot of stuff ex- uh, happening uh, with the start of the new season. Yeah, uh, the of fall season. The fall season is dropping, and we're uh, we're here to pick it up. But it's not just anime. There's a lot of other things going on here as well. Like, uh, for example, um, Square Enix just announced um, their mobile game. This is the mobile game that actually they're working with uh, with the writer and producer of a certain scientific railgun. Oh, we mentioned they were starting something, mm-hmm. but they hadn't dropped a title yet. This is the title now, and they've dropped the trailer. The trailer, um, And it's Shin Kakugi Ko and the Eleven Destroyers. Once again, that's Shin Kakugi Ko and the Eleven Destroyers. We're going to have a link on our website for that. Um, but it's just pretty much an announcement. It's uh, pretty straightforward. Um, just a simple uh, mobile uh, JRPG is what looks what it looks like they're making. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, in some more exciting news than that speaking of certain uh, magical index and a certain scientific railgun not only are we getting season three which has already started of a certain uh magical rail oh sorry a certain magical index um we are also getting season three of a certain scientific railgun mm-hmm. and i was um I remember having a conversation with Doug about this, and I thought that he was confused at first, thinking because I thought that a certain um, a certain magical index season three was what he thought was a certain scientific accelerator. That's not the case. There is a show coming out next year called A Certain Scientific Accelerator. And ex- so, so we have Index season three, Railgun season three, and Accelerator season one, mm-hmm. all dropping this season. This franchise is huge uh, okay I, I can see that um but yeah so um not all not all dropping this season no um but a certain scientific but accelerator the there, a certain scientific scientific accelerator is coming out in 2019 i believe mm-hmm. april i believe it's the gonna be the um um be part of the summer season the summer next, season yeah next year and then we have a certain scientific railgun season three is that they've just kind of announced it they don't actually have a release date for it yet okay but um I'm actually, I'm pretty excited for it because one character who they kind of built up a lot at the beginning of season two of Railgun, mm-hmm. uh, a certain scientific Railgun S, if you will, yeah. um, they build her up as being this person who has incredible powers, but Misaka is immune to them. Um, and they show her in the still, but she doesn't really do anything after that first episode. Um, but they show her in the, um, there's a trailer for it, I haven't watched it yet, but for the still for the trailer, they show that girl mm-hmm. as well. Um, she has the ability to control people by, uh, and, but she needs to be using a remote control in order to do it. Mm. Um, and Misaka is immune to her ability because Misaka always has this electronic field around her. Right. And it annoys Misaka when the girl tries to use it on her, but Misaka is immune to it. Yeah. So. Kind of like, kind of like how annoyed she got when somebody tried to use a taser on her. Yeah, the person who used the taser on her was they they were not thinking. <laughs> they, they, they were not aware of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't go well. <laughs> anyway, um so the, yeah. Um what else do we have? Um well SEO season three, Sword Art Online season three, Alicization started last week. Mm. Um and I watched it with Jasmine. I watched the first episode already as well. 
Uh, so they dropped a two episode into one. It was a fifty. It was a forty-seven minute. Um, I, what um, what they did was they aired the first three episodes in a movie in Japan, right? Um, and I think I think the first three episodes we're getting are going to be forty-minute long episodes. Oh wow! I could be wrong about that, but the first episode was over forty minutes. It was. It was uh, close to forty-seven minutes. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the first half of that episode featured a whole new game with whole new characters and Kirito being a child or some some mm-hmm. kind, and then it didn't, and. Them, a one of the characters ended up looking like she had all the facial expressions and mannerisms of Asuna, but as a ten-year-old Alice from Alice in Wonderland. I mean, she she had the she had all the poses and mannerisms. I, I okay, thought it might I have could... been like it might have been her playing that part, but not knowing that it was her playing that part. I uh, okay, I can I can kind of see that now. I don't I don't think she looks like Asuna. Well, but no, she this... did have the like the way she held herself was yeah. very Asuna-like. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, so I mm-hmm. think I think they deliberately borrowed some mannerisms from her uh-huh. in order to do whatever it is they're plotting mm-hmm. on doing. And people online who have read the um, who have read the light novels, mm-hmm. uh, this is the underworld arc, um, right? And they say the underworld arc is by far the best arc in the light novels. This one that seems pretty solid so far. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, we have a couple new things that I'm very excited for dropping soon. We've been t- mentioning new. these. Well, <laughs> we, we've been mentioning we have a couple things that we haven't seen yet mm-hmm. that are dropping soon that we're very excited for. One, and both of these are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, The Seven Deadly Sins is dropping season three. Amazing show, amazing manga. October 15th. That's, so that's five days away from this recording. We'll be, that's get, Monday. That's, yeah, that's, that's next Monday. That's next Monday. <laughs> We're recording this, this on the tenth. So yeah, that's uh, that's Monday. Jeez. Okay. And then I'm not uh, gonna have time to watch that with everything I have to do. Dang it. You know what? Maybe we should make that one of our three episodes in the season three of uh, season. Th- have you seen season one of? Seven I've seen season one and okay. two. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm all caught up on it. Good. Um, and then the week after. Well, a little bit after that, on October 26th, Netflix is dropping Castlevania Season 2. Now, they had Season 1 come out uh, June of last year, of 2017. Oh, it was, it was earlier than that. Well, it's been it? a couple of years. Uh, let me do, let me go ahead and Google that real fast, but keep talking, keep talking. But yeah, they're, fi- they're, they're timing a release just before Halloween, and it's just fantastic. And uh, we, we've gushed about the show on this podcast before, where we've talked about just how amazing... Um, castlevania is oh it was 2017 okay for some reason it felt it felt like it's been um it felt a lot longer than that well Probably it's just been because a, it's it, only because it's only been uh so was, was i episodes. right june 2017 um i believe let me double check mm-hmm. july 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 7th 2017 july 7th 2017 so that puts it at a year and three months since the next season started. Oh, that's why it feels so long. What did you find? No, well, go- okay, Google because I'm uh, because I googled it. You know how Google likes to show similar shows when you look up shows and stuff like that. Uh huh. The very first show they listed as similar is Captain and the Game Master. I heard they're rebooting that. No, I I I have no idea if that's true or not. I I have not heard that myself. I just. Uh, it's the original Captain and the Game Master from 89 to 91. That <laughs> well, has Simon because Belmont it has, it has a Belmont character in the show. That's how that they're similar. That is not Simon Belmont. I don't care what you say. Uh, okay, you're Nega. right. You're, abs- Nega. It's, you're absolutely right. 
Now, the only reason that Simon Belmont had any redeeming qualities is when they actually fought undead, he was completely in his element. But, be- yeah. every- but beyond that, they turned him into a sissy pretty boy that was just so far beyond what... It- that has a it- pair of goggles and a pilot jacket for some reason. Because that's what a vampire hunter dresses up in. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. I'm very excited for Captain... Or, not Captain. Oh, yeah. Darn it. Castlevania. No. Castlevania. Castlevania. Season two. Uh, With the incomparable Richard Armitage. Mm-hmm. As Richter Belmont. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, uh, next we have um, a bit of news that I just learned about today. It was announced yesterday, but I didn't learn about it till today myself. But Borderlands 2 mm-hmm. is being released on P- the PS4 again, mm. but this time it's going to be a VR release. Mm. So you're going to be able to wear the PSVR headset and play Borderlands 2 all the way through. That's one of my personal favorite games from the PS3 era, the previous console generation. Um, I played through it again when it came out, when the Handsome Jack collection came out for mm. the PS4. I do not have the PSVR. I have no desire to buy it, but if I owned it, I would get Borderlands 2 again just to play uh, the VR version. I see. It's amazing. All right. Uh, any other news we wanted to cover? Uh, that that covers it for me. Okay. So exciting, uh, exciting anime dropping in the next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. This should be a really good season. Um, though for some reason, I mean, I, I guess we can go ahead and bring this up. I mean, it's not exactly. We didn't find any articles about it, but for some reason, nobody has announced the streaming rights for uh, a certain scientific, a certain magical index season three. Really? Streaming yeah. rights haven't been uh, established for that it yet. It started last Friday. Um, Funimations hadn't made no words about it. No, uh, Crunchyroll, no word about it. Amazon, no word. Um, Netflix, no word. No one has announced that they have the rights to it. Now, it turns out this same thing happened several years ago with a certain scientific railgun where um, Funimation actually had the rights, but they couldn't announce it for for whatever reason, for a little while. Um, and it also could be because that Funimation is trying to finalize the voice acting cast for the dub, right. which they like to do these days. They do like to do that, um, because they have a partnership mm. with Crunchyroll, uh, where mm-hmm. they basically kind of share Crunchyroll streaming rights versus Crunchyroll's Crunchyroll. exclusively du- uh, subs, mm-hmm. and Funimation's exclusively dubs. They um, Crunchyroll has, uh, on their website, they have a slot for a certain scientific index spa a certain magical, magical index in- season three but if you click on it it just says you, you your country doesn't or you don't have the streaming rights for this country so anyway it's possible that they're just waiting until uh they get um uh, yeah to get a sub and dub simulcast going and so we may not get uh the subs until the dubs are ready mm-hmm. anyway um, now that we've covered that, let's go ahead and go into our three episodes in. And this time, you subjected me to what? I subjected you. I compelled you. I forced upon you. Yes, Against you did. your will. Yes, you did. Oran you cast high... suggestion on me. <laughs> Oran High School Host Club. <sighs> so, initial impressions? Let's go ahead and read the synopsis first. <laughs> You'll fall for the boys in the Oran Host Club. Tamaki's truly romantic. Kaoro and Hiraku offer displays of brotherly love. You'll adore Brainy Koyoya, Kyoya, Innocent Honey, and Manly Mori. 
And don't forget Haruhi. He knows what a girl wants. Of course, it's because he's a girl too. The host must do the best to protect her secret, but Haruhi's having a blast turning their perfect world upside down. <sighs> this show. <laughs> what did you do to me? Well, given that you and your friends are the reason I know of the existence of 50% off and... Um, you're welcome, by the way. And uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, mm -hmm. I figured you would not be too deeply offended to watch this thing. I'm not offended by it in the slightest. I'm just putting on an act. It's, it's delightful. I had to stop myself from writing down absolutely everything I loved about it because I knew that... Because I, I needed some things to write down. You needed some things to write down for yourself. <laughs> um, no, the show is an absolute delight. Um, it starts off with um, Haruhi walking through the halls. Um, she's dressed up as a boy in really grungy uniform, and she's just walking through the halls of this elite, elite, rich person's um, yeah. academy, um, high school. Go, checking, high. Di checking different libraries, trying to find a quiet place to study. They have four libraries, and every single one of them is filled with people just giggling and just making lots of noise. And she just wants, at this point, you think it's a boy, uh, but he just wants to find a quiet place to study. Mm -hmm. And so he walks into one of the music rooms. Big mistake. Real big mistake. Because stand, <laughs> standing there at the front door of the music room, which has these double, these intricate, ornate double doors. The whole thing looks like a castle from Beauty and the Beast or something. Mm -hmm. and, or at least, you know, the glorious part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it does. It has the look and feel of a 17th century French palace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the entire school grounds are designed along those lines. Yep. And uh, so she opens this door and she sees the guys, the six main... The hosts. Hosts. The hosts standing there in an arranged pose, ready to accept new guests. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know what a host club is... A host club is where, uh, depending on if you go to a host, um, a host club or a host s club, um, a host club is where you go to meet. Um, you pay a lot of money actually uh, to go in and eat food and be, you know, and spend time with handsome men who just fawn all over you and make you feel like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. um, a hostess club is the exact same thing where you go to meet women who do that. Um, if you've ever played one of the Yakuza games, the hostess mm. clubs are a big part of that. Where okay. it's just, they actually get living Japanese actresses and they take their likenesses and they use them as the voice actresses and they have them play <laughs> these hosts, these hostesses okay. in the hostess clubs. Um, it's The Yakuza series is... is <laughs> I want to say that they, I saw a video, it was one of the uh, World Order music videos where uh -huh. they end up going into a... Um, a Cat girl themed hostess that, club. That, that's um, that's a maid cafe. Maid cafe. That's so a maid like, cafe. Slightly that's, different. That's um, yeah. The host the host club is where you sit down at a fine table. They sit right next to you, mm -hmm. and you've seen it all the time in anime where it's like there's a, a loud guy and there's a beautiful woman in a dress like pouring him drinks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's a hostess club, right? Um, and it's the exact same thing kind of um for a host club, but it's what? where the the people serving you are men instead of women. What was it a uh. It, it, it was Hanamatsuri where they were marching towards the hostess club and they yeah. were parading and enjoying yep. their way to it. 
Yep, that was in Hinamatsuri. Uh, oh, yes. uh, it was ridiculous. Episode two or three, yeah. I forget. I think it was episode three, but that's where it's like, yeah, we're going to go to a hostess club, hostess club. And there's like a little girl with them. And I'm like, what, what, what is going on? Because, you know, they're not, they're, nothing dirty happens in those places, but they're not meant for children. <laughs> so, yeah, no. um, you're going to ruin the experience for the other men there by bringing children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, he, anyway, um, so yeah, that's what a host or hostess club is. Okay. So she goes into this room and there's the hosts, these pretty boys who, um, it turns out the school has a club for hosts, um, where it's their job to make women feel good about themselves. And we reveal right off the bat that, um, they just spell out that this club is, that this is a club for rich people. Who have too much time on their hands. To entertain rich women who have, who have too much, too much time, time on, on their, their hands. hands. And it gets ridiculous. Like, they keep, like, they keep, um, kind of, I don't want to say harassing Haruhi, yeah. but making him feel incredibly uncomfortable. He just they, wants they to be judge gone. Him. They judge him very harshly for, for being a man mm-hmm. in, their, in their presence. Well, and like, then he's disheveled. He's like, he can't like, and they point out that, you know, oh, oh, you must be that honor student. How do he? And they're like, well, how do you know me? Because, well, you're you're the only commoner at this school because you got in because of your grades and not because of your wealth. You can't even afford the standard uniform. And so suddenly there's Haruhi sit down in there against the door trying to get back out. But the the great big word commoner shows up. Mm -hmm. And then, and and it's, uh, it's Kaoru. No, it's, um... Kyoya talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the shadow. Yeah, the shadow king. <laughs> the shadow anyway, king. we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we'll get to that in episode two. But anyway, yes. Um, but no, the uh, uh, the shadow king. Anyway, he he's the one who's uh who's tell who also calls Haruhi audacious for even bothering to come into their presence. Mm-hmm. And so so she's just standing there, you know, just irate that her she's now been labeled a uh mm-hmm. audacious commoner mm-hmm. and when i saw those words i just remembered thinking uh, about uh yahtzee from zero punctuation and mm-hmm. his uh, his uh very memeable uh filthy console peasant filthy console peasant <laughs> well, glorious well, pc master race yes <laughs> anyway um we also learn like they they don't even this show is the very opposite of subtle okay this show is the opposite of subtle it's and so it true. Em, and it embraces that yes. um it knows that it's not subtle and it and it plays with that so extremely well like when you you just see this beautiful vase on a counter in the middle of the room and just just there uh, there's an arrow pointing at the vase and and, and, it's, and it's blinking, blinking and air, beeping it's blinking and beeping going beep 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 and then they cut and then you see the Voss from another angle and the arrow's there again beep like Paige look at this what could this be you know and then they um one of them frightens Haruhi to the point to where she backs into this Voss and it was uh, what happened was a uh, Tamaki um still assuming Haruhi's a guy mm-hmm. came up really close and stroked his chin Wondering if, oh, are you one of those kind of guys? Yeah. Okay. So, but, and, um, and he's like, no, no, no. Back, we, backs up. Mm-hmm. 
we should probably name name, name the host real fast. But <laughs> she backs into the boss, uh-huh. and the boss falls over and shatters. She, to her credit, she tries to grab it, and she almost does. Uh-huh. But it crashes into the ground and just shatters. And it was like, oh, the twins. Well, that's sad. We, uh, yeah, we were gonna we were gonna auction that off at, uh, auction that off for for funds this year. Yeah, we were gonna start the auction at eight million yen. $80,000. Uh-huh. And so she just is just crushed. How, how many thousands is that? She starts just counting on her fingers. And they're like, well, if you become our lapdog for the next three years, I guess we can go ahead and forgive you of your debt type thing. And so they force Haruki to join the club and become their lapdog mm-hmm. um, for the next three years. Um, but And uh, during that moment, mm-hmm. um, what what happened? They they say uh, they judge her. They haven't even seen her. Eye. Nobody's seen her eyes at this point. It's just she's been wearing glasses that are completely white over them, mm-hmm. so that you can't even see her eyes. Mm-hmm. And they pull her. Gl- and when she's not even facing the camera, they pull her glasses off, and suddenly you see her. Their react. They're like that doesn't happen yet because um, the first bit where we see like what she oh that, goes that, that is much later. That is That's much later. later. That's later. That is much because later. the first time when she starts helping them out, she's still in her outfit. She's not a full member of the club yet. Yes. Um. But anyway, let's go ahead and introduce the hosts real fast. Yeah, just so so, we can, so they go so, into hosting. Mm-hmm. So we meet Tamaki, who he's blonde. He's the king. He's mm-hmm. the he's the leader of the hosts. He's the club president, and, and he's, he's the biggest drama queen in the world. He is. And in the English dub, it's voiced by Vic Montagna. Oh, no. Who is also um, uh, Ed from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, no. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> he would do so good at that role. Oh, my gosh. But then we have Twin 1 and Twin 2. They're two redheads. Yep. The, um, Hikari, Hikari and Kaoru. Um, and then we Hikaru have... And Faru. We have Honey. And I'll go ahead and let you talk about Honey. Oh, Honey Senpai. Honey Senpai is the loli of the group. That's what or they call him. They, they, they say the lo- lolita. Yeah, he's yeah. a shota. He is an adorable little kid who is also the oldest. He, he is yeah. a third year. He's a third year. He's one of the two third years in, in the club. But he's got a sweet tooth. He absolutely adores uh, cakes and candy. Mm-hmm. And um, He's extremely good at acting like a little boy. He, extremely good at it. Yes, he is. To the point to where we... They... He climbs on people and he's uh-huh. very clingy and... And, and just... as the hosts are going around and like entertaining the women, like the girls love the twins because the twins are very flirtatious with each other. So girls who are into the yaoi scene, yeah, the boy um, love, the boy love, the boy love, love, the BL brotherly love type stuff, uh-huh. um, they adore sitting with them because they'll always just do stuff like that. Um, and then there is, uh, and then there's the people who love cute little boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we meet Honey, who overslept. And he's acting like a little boy who just woke up. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I overslept. And the girls are just like, ah. Holding a giant bunny. Holding a giant bunny that he cuddled to sleep with. <laughs> okay. Now. But we still, we still have a Now few... we need to back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is that during the first conversation. That uh, just as they're, in, just as they're mm-hmm. bringing Haruhi into the host club. Mm-hmm. Haruhi and um, Kyoya have an exchange mm-hmm. and then suddenly we cut to a black scene with six light bulbs that are all turned off oh and, and one of them turns and on one of them turns on and, and then kyoya just goes oh <laughs> and like walks away and then it's after that moment when um honey senpai shows up with his bunny 
that he offers it to uh, that he, well, he needs. He, she, she wants nothing. He, she wants nothing to do with with Honey. She just uh, wants to go about and do her business. And then, but Honey's just like, oh, what? How about you take my rabbit with you? And Usachan, Usachan, and she just goes ah, and like blushes. And then another like, light goes like, on. Oh, kawaii. Oh, kawaii. And then it's like, oh. And another light goes on. Yes. <laughs> and bit by bit throughout this episode, the lights go on. Like, the lights for the twins go on at the same time. Um, but we still have a couple other uh, yeah. um, hosts real fast. We have um, Maury, who is the black hair. He's the, he's the tall, silent type. The girls who like this, the silent, shadowy figures, mm-hmm. they like him. And then we have uh, Kyoya, who is the Shadow King. Um, he's the guy who he goes around. He's got the clipboard. He's making sure everything's running properly and stuff. Um, he, yes. Um mm-hmm. But we'll go into why we call him the Shadow King when we get to that point. Yes. But anyway. But, he, but yeah, we have Honey, Mori, the twins, the Shadow King, and the king. Mm-hmm. Who thinks he's the king. Mm-hmm. And is not. Um, anyway. He also calls himself Daddy and calls the Shadow King Mommy. And calls Kyoya Mommy. And Kyoya, like, Mommy, what? she's being so mean. Well, oh, well, if we're, if we're going by ranks within the club, I guess that makes me the mom, huh? <laughs> and then from then on, he responds to him. He says, "He responds he, to mom." He responds to mommy, but only. But so far, the only one who's called him that has been Tamaki. Yeah. But anyway, um, so, um, Haruhi comes in having done shopping, um, yes. for them, and she says, "I got you your coffee," and she brings out this ground instant coffee, and he's just like, and ev- all these rich people are just looking at this like, wait, what is this? This. This isn't coffee. Wait, wait, what is this? Is, hey, oh, is, this, is, this pre- is this pre-ground coffee? No, no, it's instant. You just have to add hot water. <gasps> I've heard of this! Instant. <laughs> instant. So it's true that poor people don't have any time on their hands. To even ground their own coffee beans. They don't even beans. have time to ground their own coffee beans. Oh, these and, darn rich people. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, these darn rich people. <laughs> but um, there's just this massive crowd of girls... Oh, just looking at this instant coffee, it's so, like, they've never it's seen novelty. it before. It's a novelty to them. And they're like, well, well, someone's just like, well, we should just throw that out. And Tamaki's just like, no, I shall drink this. And they're like, oh, Tamaki, how brave. And they start applauding him. And they're like, oh. And, and so Haruhi <laughs> like, pours them cups of coffee, just like puts a spoonful in these teacups and what, pours what, in hot water. Something I love about this show is uh-huh. that when they know they're doing cheap animation, they add a sound effect. Because mm. her pouring the coffee coffee was a repeated animation of her just slide over, pour, slide over, pour, and it just <laughs> So they know when they're doing cheap animation, they add a sound effect and you stop caring. So it adds to the comedy of the moment. It does. Um but yeah, um anyway, um uh, we, we at this point we also meet um Ayano Koji. Uh she's mm. the redhead who is very obviously into Tamaki. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, uh, anyway, by the end of this first day of working at the host clubs, all the lights have gone on except for one. Uh-huh. All of them have gone on except for one, and that one is obviously Tamaki, because Tamaki is the biggest, densest guy in the world. Okay, so how Mori Senpai's light turns on is um, Tamaki, for some reason, ends up grabbing Haruhi's head to his chest and starts spinning around say how adorable he is and, and how much he loves him which is an instigating moment for the princess mm-hmm. who is uh become who starts being jealous over uh tamaki's attention mm-hmm. and she cries out for help and mori senpai clears the entire room goes picks her up bodily out of his hands 
Like, oh yeah, P- picks her up under and his hands under are under her armpits, under. and he just goes, hmm. and the, the light goes on for him as well. Like, puts, and puts her down because <laughs> he realizes what he's doing. But no, it's a running gag that he will pick her up and run <laughs> because he's 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 the might. He, mm-hmm. he is he is the mighty of the group. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, yeah, they. But um, so next day happens, and and we cut to uh, and we we see um. Let me look at her name again. Um, Ayano Koji. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her give a dirty look to Haruhi. Yes. And the very next day, uh, we see um Haruhi's looking for her bag, and then she looks outside and she sees her stuff just scattered in a fountain, like in a, a pool in outside. In a fountain mm-hmm. with a cherub statue that. And that is the water part come, of the Yeah, the water comes out of the cherub statue. Um, people have seen that before. Nothing big about that. But yeah, no, it's uh, mm-hmm. you've seen it in things like uh, labyrinth and things yeah, of that yeah. nature. Um, but she goes down. She's like, "Whoa, that's terrible! I didn't think there was bullying at this school." Type thing, you know. And then she goes in. She goes down. She starts um, cleaning her stuff out. And then we see Tamaki. And Tamaki's upset at, at Haruhi. So at this point, Tamaki still thinks that. She's a boy, uh-huh. and he says, "What? You're late for for club. What's going on?" It's like, "Oh, I dropped my stuff. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to get it out." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Um, and um, she, she at this point she can't find her wallet. She's found everything but her wallet, and she needs her wallet because it has the money necessary for her to buy food this week. For this week, and she says that to him. Uh-huh. And then the next point we see Tamaki, he's in the pool with her is like oh there's don't no don't, don't you don't 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 go in there like you know you don't have to help me you're, you're just gonna get yourself wet he's like oh i've been told that i'm beautiful when i'm wet <laughs> type thing uh the the exact line that was uh that was translated in the version we saw was i've always been told i was dripping with beauty i was always been told that i was dripping with beauty jeez <laughs> anyway uh, but he uh he finds the wallet for her and gives it to yeah. her and um they then go back in and that day um let me look up her name again, just because it's such a weird one. Ayano Koji. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, has requested Haruhi, and they're chatting and stuff. And I forget exactly what um, what in what what Har- sets her Haruhi off. very bluntly realizes, "Oh, you're jealous." Oh, that's right. That's right. It's like, why why did you ask me though? Like, why did you specifically request me? Oh, I just wanted to talk to you to get you know you better. And and Haruhi, who has no filter, no, says. Oh, you're jealous. And then 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 the princess once again, Ayano Koji, she reaches over the table, grabs Haruhi, pulls them both off the table, and starts screaming, saying Haruhi attacked her. Haruhi attacked her. Um, this is horrible, please somebody help me. And then they both get water dumped on them. And yes. she starts freaking out. It's the twins that dump the water and they're just like would they're just like, Would you please knock it off? You know? And um all the hosts come up, and it's ta- Tamaki just says, "Oh, so you're the one who threw her stuff, threw his stuff into the pool." Yeah, we don't allow stuff like that to happen in our host club. You're banned from ever coming here again. And she was one of his top customers. She came yeah. every day to spend time with Tamaki. Yeah. So, from a viewer's point of view, it's pretty obvious that she liked Tamaki. Yeah. Um, but she also, and she was beautiful, beautiful girl, but she's just a terrible, terrible person. She's also the kind of terrible person who has a lot of money and expects things to go her way all the time. Mm-hmm. And she got kicked out of the host club, said, that, stu- that stuff's not allowed here. You're done. Get out. Never come back. And she screamed, you're an idiot, and ran off. Um, and 
and then they go to change oh before that that's right um we should we we skipped what happens when um when the twins discover oh well they give her her uniform yes her the blue uniform yes and she becomes a host and all the guys um well all the girls just love this new person mm -hmm. because she just understands women so incredibly well and she's and he's so cute he looks just like a girl he's so cute and but anyways how is it that the twins lights went on well by the time when they finally revealed okay they take off her glasses and they see they see her eyes for the first time because oh that's that right point, mm -hmm. at that point they'd only ever seen her in glasses with her eyes covered up and they're like your eyes are probably even smaller when you take the glasses oh, off. Like, you're the type that has the has small eyes when you take off the glasses what tamaki says and then tamaki sees her without the glasses and, he and, and, we, and we don't even see her face we just see everybody else's reaction of She's really cute, or he's real. He's really good looking, type thing. And you know. And so the twins grab grab her and the uniform and drag her into the changing room, and proceed to try to change her. When That's she's right. like, "No, I'll change myself," and kicks the both of them out at the same time. And they're and they're both bounce out in exactly in the mirror image of each other, and they look at each other and go. Oh. oh, and then ding! Two more lights. Two go more on. lights go on. That's right. So, but and so she she already had a day being a host before that uh -huh. happened. That's right. So we, we skipped that day. But yeah, she, and all the girls love her just because she's so cute and she just understands women so well. So natural like, rookie. The women just cop, just talk to her and like you know they're just talking about you know random things and she's able to put two and two together and know exactly what they're talking about and talk to them about what they actually wanted to talk about yes and there's like this is incredible she's so he's so good what an incredible host and well they, yeah. they he's so good looking that they decide to go ahead and take the three-year contract and make it into you all you have to do now is put a as a host a hundred people mm. okay get 100 customers for us and we'll we'll forgive you and she's just like Okay, fine. And so she does it. But and so after that, it's the next day. Then the entire thing happens with the backpack in the water. Um, and she joins them. Uh -huh. And uh, um, she uh, it's um, Tamaki's just like, oh, and we, we're gonna have to rework your debt. Now you need to bring in a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> and well, he's actually jealous of him because his usual customers are going to him now are going to Haruhi now. Yeah. Um, Tamaki's jealous of Haruhi, which is one one of the reasons he brings up the, the he changes it to a thousand. Yes, but they're like, and oh, here's while she's sopping wet with the water that was dumped on them, mm -hmm. that is when she's she gets sent with a different set of clothes. To change. This into. is the only this is the only clean set of clothes that we have. Is what they say to her. Uh -huh. And it, at this point, again, remember everybody's lights are on except for Tamaki's. <laughs> yeah, and so. They she she goes off to this area that they've curtained off and it's got a dressing room sign on it uh -huh. or change room or whatever, and um, Tamaki thinking still thinking that how he's a boy, opens up the curtain says how he here I've got some towels for you and turns and sees a girl in a slip sees how he has removed the shirt she still has the pants on uh -huh. but she's wearing a slip and there's the curves of a woman there mm -hmm. and suddenly the light goes on for him. <laughs> Not until he saw her half naked did the light go on for him. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, so he and she comes out in a dress, and um, and he immediately falls in love with he her. He immediately falls in love with her immediately. Now, the, uh, people will say that this is a reverse harem, and you can kind of see the, the setup for it. Yeah, but it's very, very obvious from the very beginning who the couple are of the show. Of course, extremely obvious. Of course, everybody else just likes her, and will probably really enjoy having fun with her and stuff like that. But the person who's head over heels in love with her is. Is, the mo- Tamaki, is the Tamaki king. the king, um, and she's the plainest girl in the school. <laughs> um, yeah, but we learned she comes out in the dress and she's just twirling around, having a great time and stuff. And uh, all the guests, all the the guests have left, so it's just mm-hmm. the hosts now. Um, and uh, they decide to go ahead and uh, have her pretend to be a boy because of how popular she is as a boy. Um, otherwise, their host club reputation is going to be ruined. That right. they had a woman. Posing as a man, yeah, and they can't have that. <laughs> so, <Okay>. um, <laughs> and that's so, the end. Of sh- that's end of episode one. So now, there's something about her personality that will make more sense if I spoil something from a later episode. Mm-hmm. So, minor spoiler alert for information beyond this. Okay. So we know that this story started with her thinking about how her mother had died ten mm-hmm. years ago. We get to meet her father in a later, much later episode. Oh, I've episode. looked him up on the wiki, so... And her father is a professional cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. And because she was raised in, in a single-parent household who is a professional cross-dresser, she has no gumption whatsoever about thinking about dressing as a boy, dressing as a girl, whether yeah. people caring. Whether it doesn't people matter to her in the slightest. They ask her about it, and she's like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me at all. And so that's part mm-hmm. of her... That is, that is an unexplained part of her personality. That's why she's so... Gu- that's why she's mm-hmm. not gung-ho, but she has no problem whatsoever act- of being mistaken as a boy or a girl. She just doesn't care. And it's actually kind of cute why he's a cross-dresser. He's a cross-dresser because he doesn't want to fall in love again. Like, he still loves her mother so much that even after all these 10 years, he's a professional cross-dresser because he doesn't want to fall in love. So, that's it's, it's kind of cute. Um, but, yeah. Um, but that, that's just something about her that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. once it's revealed. Yeah. Um, but, and, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, so, um, when you find just... out that they, even the school uniforms, the school uniforms cost 300,000 yen. Um, I th- I thought it was thirty thousand yen. No, it's it three hundred. That's right. It, 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 it yeah, was mm-hmm. three thousand dollars for a, for yep, a uniform. It's three thousand American dollars for uniform, pretty much. Um, so that's why she couldn't afford their standard their uniform. standard uniform. That's why she was dressed in like a sweater. She was slumming and, it and, in a sweatsuit. Yeah, a sweatshirt. And no, uh, no, it was a, it was a sweater and um and just regular slacks. Mm-hmm. She didn't match the the regular uniform at all. No. Anyway, next day she shows up. Um, and it is spring it's yes. the beginning of the year still so this is episode two episode two and she shows up and she opens the door to the host club and is like what on earth is what is Where am this I? what huh what um because and they've re- redecorated the host club as a tropical paradise with trees and lizards and, and a birds toucan. and a yeah. toucan. And it's hot and sweaty and muggy in there and it's disgusting. And they're all dressed in Egyptian style, mm-hmm. uh, ancient Egyptian style uh, classic mm-hmm. um, attire. Yep. Making, making, them off, making themselves off to be pharaohs or gods mm-hmm. or something like that. Just to, and yeah. she's just like, what? What? What is going on in here? And, uh, and uh, Ky- uh, Kind of like the ending Kyoya. credits of Free. 
Pretty much, yeah. It does. It does. They do look a lot like dressed up for the that crazy like Egyptian the, style, the, the Arab, the like, Arab, like the cla- yeah. classical Arab, the Arabian Nights Arabian style. Night style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, free is such a weird show. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, they have. Um, uh, uh, but so she goes around wondering what on earth is going on, and uh, she goes to kill you and says, "What is this?" He's like, "Oh, well," and he just makes some comment about how you know. Um, because they're rich and they have a whole bunch of free time, they just so they go ahead and decide to change things up every once in a while. It's like, and you let him do this? Oh well, he's the president, and so his his decisions are what we go by. Though I did leave a few magazines of Maui uh, <laughs> with pictures of Maui in it on his desk, and then it cuts to Haruhi, and she goes, "This person's the Shadow King." <laughs> and that's why I've been calling him Shadow King because he's the real power behind the throne. Yes, he, he knows that Tamaki's an idiot. He knows Tamaki is. He's pretty self-absorbed at this point. Tamaki is entirely self-absorbed. Yeah. He does get 70% of the requests. Mm-hmm. He knows how beautiful he is. Mm-hmm. And is and, oh. and he, he very easily goes on his own whims. Mm-hmm. But it's clear. It is clear that Kyoya knows exactly how to pull his strings to get exactly what's going to go He knows exactly. And not just pull, like, yeah, not pull his strings in like a mean, rude way, like demand him to do things. He just, he knows exactly what to do to get th- Kyoya to do things yes. and make Kyoya think it was his idea. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. that's, and that's why we've been calling, Ky- oh no, sorry. He, Kyoya knows how to make Tamaki do things uh-huh. and make t- him think it was Tamaki's ideas. Yes. That's why we call Kyoya the Shadow King, yes. because that's what Haruhi called him. So which from here on out, me, he is Shadow King. Which reminded me of a clip of Babylon 5 I watched recently. Oh, really? Where the uh, the, the uh, League of Aligned Worlds had all decided that they demand they had d- decided to demand of Sheridan mm-hmm. that the White Star fleet help them in their... Uh, like, they, that they have White Stars mm-hmm. posted in each one of their garrisons, because you, you, find, you find out that he wants... To help defend the League of Non-Aligned Worlds, mm-hmm. but he can't make the suggestion himself. Mm-hmm. But if they demand it of him and twist his arm to make sure that he has to comply because it's what they want. Well, <laughs> I remember that scene now. And then it's like, oh, I guess I don't have a choice. I guess I don't. Have I'll a draw choice. up the paper. I'll draw up the uh, necessary paperwork. Uh, this afternoon and uh, have it to all of your uh, desks by morning. He already and, has it. And, and, and so then he's just walking politely and then goes into a turbo That's right, lift goes turbo and then the turbo lift starts closing goes yes, yes! <laughs> and everybody in the hallway is like what what <laughs> oh man babylon 5 too bad we can't do a three episode in the babylon 5 we could we there's no way to do a three episodes in a babylon 5 it's way too good to That's all way, way too, it's way too dense it's the entire you need to look at the entire mm-hmm. four, first three to four seasons i actually got into an argument with some people on facebook back when i still had facebook um and my response was Babylon 5, the best science fiction show ever, or the best science fiction show, <laughs> show ever. ever. And some people started shout, bringing in like Doctor Who and all this stuff. I'm like, one of the reasons Doctor Who is fun is because, you know, you've got new directors taking it over. You've got new actors bringing it in. So it's kind of got a fresh new feeling to it every couple of years. Sure. Um, but Doctor Who's continuity, uh-huh. let's, not, let's not touch that because it makes no sense. It's no. garbage. 
It's absolutely terrible. Of course, that's the whole point. That, of, that's well, part of the point of the show. Yeah, the it's po- t- the, time is wibbly wobbly timey wimey. The point of the show of Doctor Who is mm-hmm. to combine. Is when they go into the past, they actually introduce some factually accurate things about the past, mm-hmm. and then when they go into the future, they actually do um, mm-hmm. thought. They do uh, philosophical thought experiments on mm-hmm. the on the virtues of right and wrong. And mm-hmm. you can actually see. If you take a, and, that, and, and, that's, and that's the mm-hmm. point of the show. The show yeah. itself is a fairy tale, and you're yeah. not supposed to. But the difference is, Babylon Five is a five-season continuous well, story arc with an interwoven singular narrative that is perfect. Well, and that's one of the things that I pointed out. But someone also pointed, and someone else also pointed out, saying that Star Trek was the best science fiction show ever, simply because of how long it ran compared to Babylon Five's Babylon Five's five years. Mm-hmm. And I said. It was the longevity of Star of Star Trek that drove itself into the ground. First of all, mm-hmm. um, and and, uh, start, and, and, Bab- and Babylon Five is an interwoven narrative with a beginning, middle, and an end. Yes. So you see things that happen in Episode One that are not that are not explained until Episode Three until Season Three or Four. Yes. So yes, and it's but but it was clearly thought out. That anyway, ahead. anyway, we're tangent over. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Um, so every. Everyone's dressed up in these outfits except for Haruhi. Haruhi's dressed up in her in her uniform, her school uniform. Yep. And it's and and, uh, and Tamaki says, "I have an outfit for you that matches mine." No, no, and it, that again crushes Tamaki. But before that even happens, there's a there's a moment of that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. which was that um, uh, I can't remember the exact words of it, but uh, Tamaki oh. ha- Tamaki had a moment. That where he's talking about how great this is going to be, um, and Haruhi has very deep concerns about what's going on, and they're framed by that this moment. They're in the background, framed by uh, events going on in the foreground, which includes a butterfly and a chameleon. And when she expresses her concern about what's going on, the chameleon eats the butterfly. <laughs> that was pretty great. It was well timed. That was pretty great. Um, but anyways, we go into a lot more, um, and you have a couple of things written down here. Um, what is this about banana peels? <laughs> okay, that's at the end of the episode. Okay, but you that's put that. Okay, okay, okay. I, I put. I thought you had them in order. But yeah, anyway, that is in order. The next two things happen in the next episode. Okay, fancy tuna is a running gag that's in episodes two and three. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I, I know that. I know that. Okay, I'm just trying to remember. Um, anyway. Okay, so the banana peel is very, very close to the end, and we'll get to it. Okay. Anyway, um, he, so what happens is that we introduce a new character in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, by the name of, um, Kanako. Yes. And Kanako, they say, has a terrible disease. And, and Haruhi's like, oh, that's terrible, what is it? Uh, her disease is, they, it's, a. Uh, Boy she has a wandering host hopping disease. She yes. just goes from host to host to host. <laughs> like most, most of our girls, they'll pick a host and they will stay with them for life, mm-hmm. and it's fine. But this one, we'll just we'll just dump a host mm-hmm. and pick another one over and over again. And oh, is that why? Uh, is that why Tamaki's so sad right now? Because she wants to be with me now. She, he got dumped. No, that's not it. I did not get dumped. <laughs> Uh, Haru, anyways, um, so this girl comes up to Haruhi and they start talking and they have kind of a lovely time. Um, and after, after their, um, discussion and stuff, we learn that the hosts are going to be doing a, um, are going to be doing a, um, a dance. Yes. They're going to be doing a dance. 
and they they're gonna have a ball. Or they're gonna have a ball, and the winner of that ball is gonna be crowned queen uh, mm-hmm. of the school um, in their own little way. Um, and they um, anyway, um, every host needs to dance. Yes. everyone, all of them. Um, real fast though, they had kind of this ominous um, this ominous uh, revelation for um, for Kuroko. Or let me get make Kanako. Uh-huh. Um, as soon as they said what her name was, they had this really really dark foreboding picture of her in one of the teacups at <laughs> Disneyland, <laughs> and I was just like, "What was that? <laughs> what? Why? Why? What? Huh?" Sitting alone, in a sitting alone in a teacup, and I'm just like, "That's both heartbreaking and frightening. What's going on?" Um, they reveal what's going on later on, especially the callback to that same shot. Um, but. They are, uh, the hosts are constantly trying to improve themselves, constantly trying to improve their, their facilities, but they get Kanako to help teach Haruhi how to dance because mm-hmm. Kanako needs to, or Haruhi needs to learn how to dance in order to attend this ball. Right. And of course, Tamaki is upset because he wanted to dance with Haruhi, but they're just like, you, you're too tall to play the woman at the, at this point. We needed somebody who's closer to her size. Yeah. Um, and so they, they dance and they have kind of a good time. They fall over on each other and whatever. Um, and while they're taking a break from this dancing, somebody comes in delivering a new set of teacups. Um, and, um, Hanako gets very, very embarrassed. Uh, and she kind of hides. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Haruhi kind of notices and sees what's going on. Right. Um. Now, just before this moment, mm-hmm. before he comes in, um, Haruhi makes the observation that, what's her name? Kanako. 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 Mm-hmm. Haruhi makes the observation that Kanako actually really likes the teacups. And Kanako very embarrassedly denies liking the teacups at all. It's mm-hmm. like, that's a weird reaction. She obviously likes them. Why would she behave that way? And she knows about them and knows, you know, how rare and valuable these teacups are. Yes. Um, and then introduce the guy who we, we find with a minute of ex- with a second of exposition is the person responsible for for providing all mm-hmm. of their chinaware mm-hmm. and um it's be and this person is the heir to a massive corporation that that um, manufactures deals in, and man- manufactures and deals in porcelains yes um and fine china and stuff like that um so he's extremely good at what he does yeah um and they compliment him on his taste he's like oh no 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 no, no. i still have a long ways to go um, and, um, they see each other. The, uh, to, um, his name is Toru. Mm-hmm. Toru and Kanako, they see each other. And Toru blushes, and Kanako blushes, and, uh, Haru, he's just like, what, well, something's going on here. And, uh, and, uh, and Kanako turns away from him, trying to hide her blush, to which he misinterprets, thinking that she doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. And so, he, he, dejectedly, makes Leaves. a, re- makes a reason to leave quickly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he and she. Uh, well, anyway, um, after all this, we learned that those two are engaged. Yes. That um, that those two are engaged in an arranged marriage between their families. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out um, what's going on. Um, and they. Uh, and because and then that's the point we find out that uh, our good friend Kyoya, the uh, Shadow King, keeps a dossier on every single one of their clients. Mm-hmm. In case the information might be useful. Yeah, and so he pulls up her information. Oh, yes, that that's her fiancé that just went by. Yeah. Why do you have that information? <laughs> you know? 
Oh, why, why do you know this? Like, well, I did this. And why did you tell us before? It never came up. It never came up. It wasn't the necessary information. Yeah. But anyway, he, um, <laughs> they go to, uh, they talk about doing, uh, the dance and, um, Tamaki's like, well, it's a host's uh, job to make sure the girl, a girl is happy. Mm-hmm. So they want to go ahead and, and help her. Yes. Um, but he wants nothing really to do with it. She doesn't want to go to the dance because it's an extracurricular thing. It's not really a club activity. Um, and they say, um, well, really, we've got pretty much unlimited resources. We could have anything you want there. And she goes, e- e- even fatty tuna? <laughs> Does she say fatty tuna? Because the and subtitle says fancy tuna. They say, uh, they say otoro. Uh-huh. And in Japanese, there there is... Have I, have I shown you... The video, the, the, the video that makes fun of sushi etiquette? No. The Japanese tradition? Okay, remind me to show that to you next time we have an anime night. Okay. It's a Japanese comedy troupe that, in a very, very subtle way, mocks sushi eating tradition. Uh-huh. And they have different levels of, of, um, of tuna. Okay. And they have regular, then they have toro, which is kind of fatty. And then otoro, which is really fatty, marbled. Ooh. Tuna, and that's what you see in those shots. Okay. They call it fancy tuna in English, just because we don't really have a word for it in in in, in America. Sure, we don't really know the difference, but they call it otoro, which is like fatty tuna, and because you see the mar- the fat marbled through the meat. Yes, and uh, I actually just watched a video. It was actually made by BuzzFeed of all of all places, but they sent some people to Japan to try three different types of sushi. They did, um, and just so you guys know, yes, this is the. the they have multiple different levels of, of sushi. Just like how we have, you know, here in America, we've got multiple different levels of, of burgers. You've got McDonald's and you've got, sure. you know, Red Robin and all these other uh, better places to get yeah, better you, burgers. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. spend $200 on a burger at the right place. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. Um, but they went to a place that was a uh, pretty much a self uh, an automated um, conveyor belt place. All they, they poured the rice into a machine and the machine made the sushi balls for them, the rice balls. Uh-huh. And all they did was put the toppings on and then put it on the conveyor belt. Um, and that was a place that was like a dollar a plate. Oh. And they, then they went to a place where it was $50 a person. And the chef, it was like, it was a very kind of personal place where the chef knows customers by name. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, they went with the chef's recommendation, 50 bucks a person. Yeah. And the chef made them their courses right in front of them and stuff. They then went for the third place, a place that American presidents and movie stars go to. Uh-huh. At a hundred and thirty nine dollars a person. Yeah. Okay. And the, every place they went to, they loved. Mm. And but they're just like, look, if you have the money, go to this place. <laughs> okay. It's a place that has a dress code. Mm. So anyway, so um, as another minor tangent. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I saw in an episode of Bones was something called a sushi bully. Mm-hmm. It was a sushi chef who decided what you were going to have. He, well, he took one. He took one look at you and decided what you were going to eat. There was a, and uh, if you tried ordering from him, you you would not like the results. Well, in that same video, the the Japanese tradition, um, part of it is so that I don't know th- if that's a real thing is, or not. This but. is the sushi chef, and he's like, there's this guy cleaning his blade, and he's looking at looking at the camera and yes. stuff like that, and he says, uh, we call him Taicho. Uh, Taicho means boss or captain. <laughs> um, Taicho has a has a secret past. That you absolutely must not ask about. And he turns and he's cleaning the knife as he looks dead in the camera. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a real good video. It's okay. real good. Okay. 
He has an absolutely hidden past that you must not ask about. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, that's the first incident of the, the fancy tuna or mm-hmm. uh, or fatty tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just marbled, delicious looking stuff. And it is expensive. So, which makes sense that she wouldn't have it. But they all think that she's so cute and adorable because she's never had fancy tuna. Like, oh, what a commoner. She just wants fancy tuna. That's great. <laughs> um, and so they convince her that fancy tuna is going to be at, at this party. And so they make her go. Mm. Um, and they have plans for what they're going to do. And those plans are wonderfully awful. Okay. They go and they start dancing. And as soon as... You know what happens. I so, do. Yeah. Okay. But they, yeah, they, they go, they start dancing, all the girls start having fun and stuff, and then Haruhi ends up dancing with uh, Koyako. Um, and as soon as Haruhi and Koyako start dancing... And like I mentioned before, the running gag. The literally running. Gag, the running gag is, is Mori-senpai is Mori. running in, grabbing her, and running off. And like, running off. Oh, kidnapping. And Koyako's just like, what? what? Kidnapping? She's just, have no idea what's going on. None at all. Um, and so uh, they bring... Um, is it this episode or is it next? Oh, it's the next episode where they talk about why she has short hair. But anyway, yes. um, she... Uh, but they put a wig on her and they... They, uh, they put a wig on her, put it in her dress, and they they called um, Toru over uh, with a letter, mm. with a love letter. And they say, this is your love letter. And they give it to her to read. And it's messy pink handwriting and hearts all over it. And it's written by just, you know, a love-starved woman... Yeah. Um, and it's like, who, this my, is my love terrible. for you is like a torrent. Of, it's a tornado my of love. My love for you is like a loving love of a loving river of loving love. You know, stuff like it's that. Like written by committee. And it's like, well, oh, this is terrible. Who wrote this? And it shows the faces of the people who wrote it. And it was uh, Shadow King and the Twins yeah. are the ones who wrote it. Yes. <laughs> and it's just awful. Anyway, they go um, and she meets this person. Uh, she meets Toru, and, uh-huh. and uh, she's just like. I'm and before she can say anything, he says, "I'm sorry. There's someone that I love. I can't accept her feelings." And mm-hmm. she says, "Oh." And but he says, "But I don't think she loves me back." Um, and he lists about he goes on about how he he's plain. He doesn't think he's worthy of her. And her attitude recently, he feels, is reflecting of that. It's yeah. also his. Her, she spends her, all the time with the host. Spends all the time with the host. And they're, they're much prettier and much uh, more. Mm-hmm. And so he um, decides. He decided that he needed to be be more refined, and so he was going to go see the world. He was going to study abroad, and his he was going to spring, which they reveal earlier actually that he was going to go to England um, to study abroad. And just as he's about to put his hand on Haruhi's shoulder to kind of say it's like, you know, I'm sorry, but I can't be uh-huh. with you. Um, that's when we have uh, Kayako, yeah, open the door. And she sees this, and she says, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to intrude. And she breaks down crying and runs off. Yep. And then Toru runs off after her. And then um, Haruhi walks out, and we see Tamaki. Um, and she says, I think we made things worse. And he said, no. See how he ran after her? Things are going to be fine. And he's like, oh, okay. Or she says, oh, yeah, okay. And she thinks it through and goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, huh. And he runs after her, and he talks to her. And, um, he, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't really, doesn't, doesn't really get much chance to say much, does he? Not really. Not, well, they, they make it out to a courtyard. 
mm-hmm. right right where the part right outside of the party where the party is yeah. heading off to and all of a she um well I'm trying to remember how he clears it up because he says something to her first. Well, anyways, we see a flashback to them as children at some point during the episode, and it's very clear that they like each other because they're childhood friends. Mm-hmm. And she learns all about porcelain and stuff from him. Um, and they, uh, anyway, they, um, they're about to have a bigger, deeper conversation when all of a sudden all these lights come up and, um, everyone starts applauding and saying, and the, the queen this year is, um, Kayako. Uh, congratulations. However, the king that we've changed to your dancing partner is going to be, um, it's already. No, no, no. Well, well, and, and you two now need to dance, type thing, you know. And so she and Yaru and on uh, Toru dance, uh-huh. and they say congratulations. That's amazing. But and a lot of girls were really, really. One of the reasons a lot of girls came is because the woman who was going to be declared queen was going to get a kiss on the cheek from Tamaki. Mm-hmm. Well, the hosts changed who was going to kiss. Oh, <laughs> was going who was going to kiss uh, uh, the queen and Tamaki didn't know mm-hmm. so Tamaki's getting ready to make his entrance and go give her a kiss and like but we actually changed that and he does a pratfall yeah and they say we're gonna have you get your kiss on the cheek from um Haruhi. from Haruhi and they're just like oh and she's like oh wait what really uh, if it's on the cheek I guess that's okay wait, what really <laughs> Yeah, and then they offer, they tell her how much more. Oh, that's right, right. that's right. Her debt they're going to pay. Yeah, and Shadow King just says, "If you do it, we'll take, we'll remove a third of your debt." And she just goes, "I guess it's okay if it's on the cheek." (laughs) Yeah, and that's one of the things that I wrote down: just how easily they can manipulate her when it comes to her debt. Now that we've determined what you are, we're just negotiating price, right? (laughs) It's horrible. It's horrible. But yeah, she. yeah, uh, they. Oh, where did I? Oh, yeah, here we go. Just um, like seriously, they manipulate her into doing so much because of her debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, work for them for the first. Like, first of all, she has to work for them for three years, and then when they learn how cute she is and how good she is with other girls, um, they say, "Okay, if you get a hundred guests, we'll go ahead and change this." And then because of an incident that wasn't her fault at all, they make it a thousand, uh-huh. <laughs> and she just has to go with it. And now they're just like, "Well, if you kiss." Uh, uh, if you go, and if you go with this and kiss her, we'll remove a third of your debt. And they're just like, and she's like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cheek, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the cheek. That's fine. But she then goes down and she's about to give him a kiss and Toru won't, is not having any of it. Um, but before that, we see the twins standing behind everybody uh-huh. holding what? <laughs> I don't remember. Banana peels. What did, that's with the, the arrows point the same oh. arrows that ding, were at ding, ding. The, the same arrows that were pointing at the vase are now pointing at the banana peels <laughs> of course they are mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of course they are because mm-hmm. one thing that i did write down is just how much the other hosts love to revel in the fact that they are completely aware that tamaki is in love with haruhi yep. and they are ruthless to him because of it and this is one of the things that is ruthless don't they uh, i may have missed you saying it but don't they whisper oh i guess this is haruhi's first kiss isn't it oh, <laughs> and, and that's I what that's, so, and yeah. that was that was what they said to get him to go down the stairs uh-huh well and then she goes down and, she, and she's about to kiss her on the cheek uh-huh. and then he goes down the stairs to stop the whole thing and he slips on the banana peel yep 
pushes her back and forces her to actually kiss lip, lip to lip. Kyoka lip to lip. Or Kayoka. Yeah. Kayoko? Uh, whatever. So Harley, Kanako. Yeah. Kanako. Mm-hmm. Forces her to... Uh, and they actually kiss each other on the lip. And then she's just like, that was my first kiss. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she just kind of rolls Har- with Har- it. Haruhi just smiles. Haruhi just smiles with it. Okay. But yeah, um, Kanako actually feels bad about it being there. For, she, like, she blushes and she looks at ta- ta- uh, Taru. Or um, the Toru. Make sure everything's okay. Um, but yeah, that's how episode two ends. Episode three starts at a fire viewing festival. Um, and of course, all the boys are flirting with uh, the the hosts are, are making all their guests feel beautiful and loved. And it's like, oh yeah, this is a season where things. Uh, oh, 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 that's right. That's what happens. The twins. One of them burns his finger on a pot. And the other one comes up and says, oh, let me take a look at that. And they have a boy love moment yeah, where he's, he like, kiss, he's kissing the wound. And the girls are just like, ah, so cute. Ah. Yes. And, and, and one, one of them one turns of, away. One and of them goes, says, no, I can't, I can't look. And, and her friend beautiful. says, no, you must. You may never see this again. <laughs> you know? And that's when, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for setting this up for me. That yes, is you're when, welcome. That is when the Shadow King comes up and says, she is absolutely right. You must, you must enjoy these brief. You must enjoy these brief moments because they are all too fleeting, and and much like this cherry blossom can go away too quickly. You see, you you must observe everything with all your power because no two things will ever be the same again. Like these beautiful cherry blossoms, you will never see this sight ever again in your entire life, or this exact same sight ever again. However. If you'd like to, I have these magazines of the of pictures of these boys that he's taken over the top. But and and he, he goes into a sales pitch. He goes he into a sales pitch a and, he pulls, and he he's pulls up four magazines. Images. He's got four magazines. One for Honey, one for Morty, one for I for um, I totally forgot his, uh, Tamaki, and then one for the twins. And he's like, and if you buy them as a set, there's a discount. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a full set. So will I. And the girls just start, you know, screaming that they'll have the full set. And the, and then the twins at the same time just turn to the camera and go, "This is how the club makes money. This is how the which club raises a question: When did he take those photos? Now, when did he take those photos? So the entire time he's not at a camera. Yeah. But him being the shadow king and just he has information on everybody in the school and he's the mastermind behind everything you're just like yeah no no i could see him figuring out a way to do that yeah yeah now something i mentioned while we were watching uh psychopaths during mm-hmm. our latest um anime night mm-hmm. i mentioned that some of the characters from psychopaths kind of mit, met kind of match the tropes of the characters in here and so you know you got the kid who you know Nothing ever seemed to go right for him, and he reminds me of the twins. Always mm-hmm. a little bit mischievous and never taking anything seriously. Mm-hmm. And then you have the guy who is a lot like the Shadow King. is very cool, collected with the glasses, and mm-hmm. knows what's going on. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and our and the main girl is a lot like Haruhi, just a fish out of water, big eyes, brown, short brown hair. Really no idea what's going on. Yeah, and so I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. comparison that these tropes made a good group again. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um... We cut back. Oh, uh, we they're they're back in the club room, which mm-hmm. again is just this massive room inside of their like castle like school. Um, and they just say that um, man, uh, and like they're just complimenting Haruki and on all of the great work that she's been doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And but Tamaki is just so upset because he's just like how 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 because he's still thinking about her with the long hair. He's like, mm-hmm. 
Well, and they... S- <laughs> and he pulls out. <laughs> yes, 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 that's the one I'm Yes, get to it, get to it. Anyway, before, we, sh- we should mention that in episode... I think it was episode two at some point. Uh-huh. They're trying to verify that she was a girl. And so she gives them her student ID. Yes. And she... And says, she's yes, this, biologically, I am female. Yeah, biologically, biologically, I'm a woman. And she had long hair. She wore, like, a girl's uniform and stuff like that. And um, they cut... And so, yeah, she... And so... We go to King freaking out over, or just freaking out again. He goes and he pricks out this chest that's labeled King's personal stuff. <laughs> um, and he opens up the chest and he's digging through it and he pulls out this picture frame that's way too big for the chest. And he turns it around and he has blown well, it must up. Be British technology. He has enhanced. He has enhanced and framed. That picture of Haruhi. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you, what happened? Why would you cut your hair to make yourself look like a boy? You were so beautiful like this. And Haruhi's just like, don't you dare bring large pictures of me without my permission. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we learned that the reason that she cut her hair is because when she took the entrance exam for the school, on her way there, a small boy put gum in her hair. Yeah. And so rather than deal with the gum, she just chopped off all her hair. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, and so that's why she is the way she is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, and then like they also. Uh, well, another thing that I wrote down is just how much I, I I already mentioned this, but this is the thing. This is the incident that made me write it down. Uh-huh. It's just how much fun the hosts have at mocking, uh, you know, just digging their nails into Tamaki for yeah. him being so obviously in love with her, and it's, there's like, whoa, oh. wait, oh, hey. Um, no, that's right. This happened outside. This is what brought them inside. Uh-huh. Um, but the twins are just like, have you decided what your, uh, what your, um, electives are going to be uh, this semester? <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like, oh, no, I, oh, oh, no, I haven't decided that. Well, how about you take con- con- conversational French? Oh, that might be a fun class to take. Yeah, and you'll be taking it with us, so you'll have more time to spend with us. And it cuts over to, uh, Tamaki, and he's freaking out. He's like, oh, Oh, they're in the same year at school because he's second year and yeah. she's first year. So they'll be able to see her more. No, no, this is bad. And then he's like... And, and, then, and then the Shadow, Shadow King, King then shows him statistics. He has a giant chart. He uh, has two pie charts. He's that like, says, this is how much time they spend with her. This is how much time you spend with her. Your she, interactions with you amounts to 3% of her life right of now. Of her life right now. And that just makes him even more <laughs> devastated. Yes, he's, he's utterly destroyed. And mm-hmm. when they go back inside, he is, in his imagination, he is successfully wooing Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's successfully wooing her really really badly he's not and and, and then the, so the imagination that he has is up against the wall and it's hilarious um <laughs> and so what he does he's uh, uh and, and so and this is just beautiful he uh, he then challenges them and says no i know what this is this is a this is a girl boy romance comedy anime and i'm the main character and so haruki and i are destined to be together what does that make us you're the homo homo sidekick characters you're the homo homo sidekick characters <laughs> and he and he draws a line on the floor he, says, he doesn't just draw it he just drags like a, uh, a pool cue and just <laughs> makes it don't, don't cross that line don't cross that line 
they then take that personally mm-hmm. and over the rest of the episode do their best to make his life as miserable as possible mm-hmm. to get even for this. Yep. Let's talk about how they do this. Well, we learned that, um, well, if you, as long as you keep pretending to be a boy, everything's going to be just fine. Oh, well, I'm fine with that. Oh, well, that's going to be really hard to do because, you know, tomorrow is the required physical. Oh, then I guess everyone will find out I'm a girl. Oh, then I guess well, I can't be in host club anymore. I can't, I can't be in host club anymore, and all the guys are just like, I'll must have to. I guess I'll have to find out another way to pay off my debts. <laughs> I guess I'll have to find out. And she's just taking things. In str- <laughs> she's just taking things in stride, like she always does. Just like whatever, that's life, you know. Um, but he, uh, the, but the hosts realize that if word gets out that a woman was a member of the club, think where things are over for us. Uh-huh. Um, so they, uh, so they devise a plan. To um, make everybody um, think that think that it's a, she's getting uh, she's a man. Yes. Um. Anyway. So, and this is just another one of those oh, darn you rich people moments as they go down to the examination room, and they open it up, and there oh. are lines of doctors and nurses in perfect uniforms going all the way down the lines, like. Well, and they what is this? Oh, the, this is just the usual examination the, day. And here's the thing, though, that makes her even more upset about it all is that before they enter that room and you see just the little massive line going to the very back of nurses and doctors, they tell people to go to their respective areas, meaning they have more than one of those set up in the school. (laughs) They do. So that's another one of the reasons why she's like, oh, you darn rich people. Um, but because mm-hmm. any other school, you'd have a couple doctors at most, mm-hmm. maybe even one, just going through everybody little mm-hmm. by little and taking things down. But at this school, no, one of the one of the students happens to be a. Uh, uh, well, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. I think I think we're jumping on a little bit. We'll get we'll get there. You're talking about Shadow King, right? Yeah, the Shadow okay. King has a relationship we'll, with all the doctors. We'll in town we'll, or we'll get like to that. that. We'll get to that. But he, but um. Haruhi's going through and she sees like she sees through another side and she sees this this fairly plump looking girl and the doctor says oh wow you've lost two kilos since last year and she's like really I thought that I had gained weight since last year oh no you're looking great and Haruhi's just like what and then it cuts to and then uh, Shadow King is standing there being like oh um well the thing is this is really just a formality to make people feel make us feel uh make us feel good about ourselves um, every, every family here has a personal doctor anyway, so everyone's in great health already. And she's just like, oh, darn rich people type thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then we learned that all the doctors here are from his, are from Shadow King's family's hospital. Yes. So he, that's how he has a connection with all the doctors, all the doctors here. And she was like, oh, if he's got a connection to all the doctors, everything's going to be just fine. Except you see the crowds of women. Um, they start fawning over the twins. Fawning over the, all the women came to see the host club get their physicals because uh-huh. they want to see it. And then the twins take off their shirts because it's their turn, and they Wait, start having. You want to get behind the curtain to undress? There's no need. There's no need, and just <laughs> they just take off their shirts, and all the women start fawning over them. They have another boy love moment, and I just thought to myself, huh. And I, because they didn't have any nipples, right. which, which is perfectly normal in Japanese anime, and even in American anime, they'll remove the, they won't draw on the nipple. Um, but yeah. uh, it made me think of that line that we learned from the daily, daily life of high school boys. Yes, and I just thought, like, do nipples grow back? <laughs> Go see a doctor. Go see a doctor. Like, so I was shaving. So I saw the hair on my nipples. If you and want I thought to I get rid of them. 
So I pulled out a razor. No, no, no. Let, let, let's go ahead and save that for. Let's just tell people to go watch the. Listen to the episode. Do nipples grow back. Go just see a doctor. Do nipples grow back. Go see a doctor. Uh, yeah, we had another. We had one of our earlier episodes was uh, in season one was uh, the daily vibes of high school boys. It was just a slice of life comedy mm-hmm. about boys and the crazy imaginations that they have. Yes. Um, and the stupid things they do to themselves when they try to figure when they're trying to figure out life. Yep. Anyway, um, so that's the thought that went through my mind. Do nipples grow back? Go see a doctor. Um, so, um, and then the other boys start um, uh, getting uh, undressed and stuff, and uh, they start calling for Haruhi. Mm-hmm. Um, before that happens, though, we see a doctor run by and run into Shadow King, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," uh, and he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Please excuse me." And then Shadow King turns and says, oh, it's totally fine. And he kind of looks at him kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they call Haruhi. And Haruhi goes into a curtain followed by Tamaki. And Tamaki says, don't worry, we've got this covered. And he takes off his shirt and he puts on a wig. And he yeah. opens up the curtain and he says, I'm Haruhi. And all the girls are just like, is, is, is this some kind of a weird cosplay? Why, why is Tamaki doing this? Why is Tamaki doing this? Why is he wearing a wig? Yeah, there's and, no doubt about that. That's Tamaki. Yeah, that, that's no doubt. That's Tamaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, none of them. Not a single girl Not believes single Tamaki girl. is Haruhi when he put uh-huh. the wig on. They know his face too well. Um, but And it, the twins just start laughing. And <laughs> that's when the he, next he scene throws is to, the wig. He's like, throws you a, told me they'd buy it. You told me they'd buy it. There's no way anybody would buy it. How stupid can you be? Why did you do this to me? This is for the stupid homo. This is payback for your homo homo line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. But anyway, they keep calling for Haruhi. And Shadow King just says, oh, don't worry about it. Um, we actually have a special room just for you. Yeah. Um, it's a private room just down here, so please just and, come but with me. It's at that moment that Haruhi actually glares at Tamaki, wondering what kind of ridiculous thing he's gotten her into, and mm-hmm. he's ve- she's very unhappy with him. And after she's taken away, he starts disintegrating as if Thanos sna- snapped his fingers at him. <laughs> and he's just disintegrating because she is unhappy with him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's mad at me. Oh yeah, no. He turns around and then she and turns ash. and she gives him a glare and yeah. like her light, like her eye starts shining, her pupils uh-huh. start shining, and like draws a line when she turns with it. It's just like a girl, and he's just like, uh, uh, she's mad at me. And he starts disintegrating into ash. And the girls comment on this. Now mm-hmm. something this show does it it does actually break the fourth wall and talk about things that happen in other episodes. Mentioning them as episodes. Oh, this show's very much aware that it's a show. Yes. It's very much aware that it's an anime. Yes. Um, it's another one of those comedies that's just completely self-aware. Yes. Um, but they, uh, but anyway, um, they, the the hosts overhear a girl screaming and asking for help. And they learn that this girl got grabbed by a man, a creepy looking man, mm-hmm. and then ran off after she screamed at him. And they asked her where she went. And she said, oh, he went, he went down to the private room down there. And they're just like, oh crap, Haruhi's in there. Yeah. Um, well, long story short, they go to, they go to the room. Okay, they... so they go into the room, and she's, mm-hmm. she's in a private curtained area changing, and this strange man goes into that area, not even noticing her at first, just closing the curtain, trying to stay mm-hmm. hidden for a while, and then she says something, and he turns around and puts a hand over her mouth and says, shh, just be quiet, and that's when, that's when Tamaki, the hosts, the, the hosts, the hosts show, show up. up. Mm-hmm. And Tamaki, uh, what is it? He's a teddy bear <coughs> kick. 
it's a flying kick is what he does. Just both feet flying forward like a shot and just bams. Is that what is that called a teddy bear kick? He, the captured red teddy bear kick because he kicks him and the guy goes flying and embeds into the wall. Oh, yeah, but the he flips the- a couple times and then lands perfectly. But yeah, no, he just kicks the guy right in the head and the guy goes fine and slams into the wall. And then and then all of the hosts show up and then say a little bit of a line and then it's like a Sailor Moon <laughs> a moment where they're all posing and they're there for justice. And there's some fantastic I, I, five. I must have missed that part. I was probably laughing too hard at the kick. Yes. Um, but he... Uh... But they all come in and pose and, and it's... It's ridiculous because there's a shot of Honey Senpai being serious. Yeah, and we should probably say... Which, honey, is nev- which has in, never happened in the show. In the dance, literally Honey Senpai's dance was him being held by the girl and the girl was spinning him around. And one of my favorite Honey Senpai moments is as he's preparing the tea. And he shakes too much oh, of it out. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's he's preparing that he's whisk. He's preparing the tea with a bamboo whisk. And he's uh, for very tea, focused. Very for, focused. For, I'm going to do this right for a green tea ceremony. <laughs> and how do he? She uh, for uh, the uh, uh, and then it's uh, for the flower viewing. They're all dressed up differently. Yeah. She's in a traditional uh, kimono. So is uh, a male kimono. Yes. A male kimono, and so is um, so is uh, honey. Honey. And honey is spinning it, and like. Maury's just like, hey, um, I think you're doing too much. And they're like, oh, oh, honey, senpai, you, you, you're, you're doing too much. And then they finally get him to stop, and he stops, and there's just a couple of drops of tea left. Yeah, and he, honey he just goes. Uh, uh, he, he starts crying, and the girls that are there to be hosted by them just adore him. So, oh, it's perfect. It's just the right amount. I love this. And she drinks it and hands it over, and then honey's just like, yay. <laughs> so yeah, and he's the oldest one out of them all. Yes, anyway, um. Yes, he is. So we learned that that doctor came to that school looking for his daughter because that serious was just. We don't really need to go into the doctor's story. He's uh, he is the, the a washed up. He he has his own clinic. He's in massive debt because he keeps giving loans out to his people. His name. Yes, I do have doc- that. His name's like uh, the the Japanese word for quack. Uh-huh. So his name is Doctor Quack, yeah. who runs the Quack Doctor Clinic. Uh huh. <laughs> and they point that out. It's like, oh, I guess there are people like that. Um, so, but yeah, his name is Dr. Yabu and Yabu means quack in Japanese. So he's the quack doctor. He's the quack doctor. Um, but he's got his own personal clinic and, but it's in ruins cause he's terrible at business. Yes. Um, he keeps giving people money and uh, his yeah, wife, he, he, he keeps, um, doing service, uh, for loans and mm. then people don't pay it. Yeah. And then the, the wife said, you gave out another loan this month. Like, it's okay. This one will pay us this time, you know, and they don't pay it. And the wife and the daughter leave and, uh, he's come after his daughter. And this is the name of the school his daughter goes to. And they're just like, the hosts are just like, wait a minute. Really? And Shadow King's just like, does your daughter go to Oreen High School? And the, and, and the dad's like, yeah, that's it. This is Oran High School. Yes. Her high school's in the next town over. Somebody get this guy a map so we can find that high school. And so maybe this is why your family left you because you're this bad at trying to well even know they, they, they don't are. say that they don't say that to his face. Um, how he's just like, well, I hope that he's able to reconcile with his daughter. And then one of them is just like doubtful. Like, wait, what? Why? He didn't remember the name of the high school his own daughter goes to. I'm pretty sure she hated him for more reasons than just the debt. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so that's Oran High School, and they're just yeah. like, well, how did you know that he was he was at the wrong school? Do you really think a doctor with that much debt will be able to uh, afford the fees for this school? And uh, that's another rich person. She hates rich people moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the end of episode three, though. Um, 
Anything else you want to add? Nope. That was it. I'm going to watch more of this show. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm going to watch more of it. It's, I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I've been, I need, I've been I've, wanting to watch it. I just had not had the time to sit down and watch it. Yeah. But now that what I... What I need to do is I'm going to back up and watch the whole thing with my daughter. It's time to Jasmine's seen this thing. Okay. Okay. Um, did she not... Oh, that's right. No, you, you watched uh, SAO with her. Um, yes. Uh, anyway, yeah, no. Uh, it's a wonderful show. It's it is. hysterical. Um, and if it keeps up this level of comedy, then I will definitely keep watching it. It does. Okay, it does. well, um, we've already gone on for a bit, so let's go ahead and just... Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's wrap this so up. What are we so watching next week? Next week, we're going to go ahead and watch one of the new, most highly anticipated shows uh, for this next season. And it is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Corporate right. worker... Mikami Satoru is stabbed by a random killer and is reborn to an alternate world. But he turns out to be reborn a slime. Thrown into this new world with all... With the name... With the name Rimaru, he begins his quest to create the world a world that's welcoming to all people. Aw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That looks interesting. I know the what I've seen of it, I've heard of it. People have mentioned it. And um, I've seen a meme that uh, seems to be created from it. It's got multiple volumes for the light novel uh -huh. already. Apparently, it's it's a pretty big series already. Okay. So it's been this. I've seen a ton of news about this show on anime anime news network on Crunchyroll and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's highly anticipated, and I've already seen the first episode. But I'll go ahead and hold off watching the next episode. Already aired on Monday. Okay. Um, so episode three will be up next Monday, so we can go ahead and watch all three before. The, um, before we, record, before next we week. record next week. Fantastic. Okay, so that's it for three episodes in. Let's go ahead and move on. Recommendation of the week was your turn. All right, and this week I'm going to recommend Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Why on earth would you recommend that? Because it's hilarious. Okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> You've seen it. I have seen it. I'm <laughs> joking. You're playing that. <laughs> okay, so what, what it is, is it's a show about... It, it's, you know, if you like... If you like um, Oron High School Host Club, you're going to like this show. Um, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun is about a girl <coughs> named Sakura who's fallen in love with the big, tall, kind of scary-looking guy in her class. Mm -hmm. And she absolutely adores him and makes a mistake when confessing her love to him, saying it in just the wrong way that she says, I'm your number one fan. And then he realizes what she must mean and gives her an autograph. He pulls out an autograph card and signs it and gives it to her. And it's at that point that she realizes, oh, wait, I know this signature. And it's revealed that he actually draws a monthly comic series for a girl's manga. For a shoujo manga. For a shoujo manga. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's called Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, because his name is Nozaki. And he uh, and he draws for this, mm -hmm. and we are get introduced to a bizarre cast of characters that it's just it's just absolutely hilarious. I mean, the the scene that keeps coming to my mind is when he decides to write a scene about a girl's sleepover, and for his inspiration, he actually has a sleepover with the guys that are helping him draw. Like he has one guy that does the coloring, and one guy that does backgrounds really well, and one guy that does mm -hmm. perspective scenery really well and landscapes, mm -hmm. and he does characters in the writing. Um, and all, and, and it's just really good. 
but he has a sleepover with all these guys, and these guys are acting in less than manly ways. I'd say. No, no, they're it's, it's they're they're boyish. They're but, boyish, yeah. But it's like that. Like one of them takes a shower, and the other one comes out of the shower, and they're admiring how big his biceps have gotten. Oh, look how big your muscles are! You know, just like squeezing them and stuff. And then he writes, in, and then he just writes the girl version of that, uh, mm-hmm. admiring a girl's breasts, uh, girls admiring Look one another's breasts. Look how big breasts. your breast size, your breasts have gotten, type thing, you know. But but yeah. it's like a line for line recreation of his own experiences, mm-hmm. slightly twisted into being with. And girls. we watched it with our friend Mary when we watched it, and she's like, "No, that's exactly how it is at a girl's sleepover." <laughs> so yeah, no, so it was. Yeah, it's kind of scary how mir- how closely mirrored what actually happens. Um, um, and then, then there's another brilliant boxes scene. Boxes are really popular amongst us these days. Yeah, because he couldn't draw perspective correctly. He just draw boxes under oh, them. Oh, let me fix this. Fixing. Here, let me fix this. And he just draws a box. He's like, that didn't fix anything. What about this scene right here? Like, she looks like she's she looks like she's ten feet taller than him. Oh, okay, she's standing on the box, you know, and just all this stuff. <laughs> so bad. It's so terrible. Bad. It's terrible. But another scene, like it looks like he, she's flying right he's, here. He's he's trying to understand. He doesn't. He doesn't realize during mm-hmm. the whole twelve episode arc. He doesn't realize that this girl's actually in love with him. You. Even though she confessed, but she confessed poorly. She confessed so poorly. Um, but <clears throat> he gets involved in playing a dating sim. <laughs> I forget this. No, he he gets involved playing a dating sim because one of his friends t- tells him to because he doesn't understand love well enough to do his own stories, and so he starts <laughs> doing the dating sim and he starts reject. And so he writes the, the main character's name. He picks the character from his show, mm-hmm. and he rejects and be- and bullies every girl in the dating sim because only the girl that he wrote for his main character in the story is good enough for him. <laughs> I remember and that so now, he- and so he doesn't date any of these girls because he, yeah. And then, oh wow, and no, and then they'll, uh, then they go through the whole thing again and realize mm-hmm. that the perfect person for the character in this is actually somebody they couldn't pick. It was his guy friend. Yeah, that's right. He was there for, for you throughout the entire thing. I'm going to rewrite the ending to this game so it has a happy ending. He starts writing a fan comic for it. <laughs> for those two. And completely wasting time. For, yeah, instead of actually deadline. doing his work, his actual job. Yes. Anyway. Okay. But it's well, great. It's And if you like, if you liked the episode we reviewed today, you're going to like Monthly Girls Nozaki. Yeah. So enjoy. It's very similar. Um, all right. And now it's time for creator shout outs. Yep. Um. And I'm going to go ahead and shout out somebody who I recently discovered on YouTube. Her name is Kara Comparetto. Mm-hmm. And she is somebody who does piano covers of, of video game music. Okay. Um, her stuff just came up recently in my um, in my uh, feed. And she... Um, the song that I listened to for her first was... Um, have you ever beaten Chrono Trigger? A couple times. So you know the, the boss music... Uh, with Lavos. So she starts playing that song, uh-huh. and then when she gets to the, she just gets this big grin on her face, where you can tell she loves playing that part on the piano. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. I, did, I watched a couple more of her videos, and she's just somebody who's obviously passionate about music, and she's passionate about the music that she's playing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to give her a shout-out, because it was really, really fun watching somebody that passionate about the songs they were playing again. Fantastic. And I have her links here. We're going to go ahead and a link to her Facebook, her, her YouTube, and her Instagram. I don't think she does Twitter. I couldn't find that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have those links on our website. 
Okay. All right. Uh, well, thanks so much for listening in this week. If you listened on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and, and subscribe to our channel. Also, go ahead and click the no notification bell so you're aware of when we post new episodes. If you like what we do and want to support us, please spread the word of our podcast or even support us on Patreon. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Our site, Whitaker Weekly, currently has links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, Patreon page, and the YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us um, with one on one of the ones we've mentioned, and uh, we'll broaden our scope to include you. Okay, well, I think that's it this week. I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week.